Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Metro News This Morning, bringing you this morning's biggest news headlines from across the state. And good Tuesday morning. I'm Chris Lawrence. Welcome to Metro News This Morning. It is November 12th, 2019, and today's weather looking like a winter wonderland for much of West Virginia, with off and on snowfall all across the state this morning. That will accumulate a couple of inches before tapering off this afternoon, but it will be followed by a shot of Arctic air that will drop temperatures drastically. More on the forecast coming up right now, though. Let's find out what's happening across the state of West Virginia. At the Metro News Anchor Desk is Shauna Johnson. Good morning, Shauna. Good morning. Snow's falling along with temperatures in many parts of West Virginia to start this Tuesday. By the time the snow fully moves out later today, National Weather Service meteorologist Dave Marsalak says an inch or two could be on the ground in western, central, and southern West Virginia more in the eastern mountain counties. Probably going to continue through the late morning hours and then taper off in the afternoon. The mountains will see it continue into the evening and then probably into early Tuesday night. Coming in with the snow is cold. Temperatures will be dropping into the teens and maybe the single digits in places tonight. In the ice and snow, State Police Corporal Jason Gallagher is reminding drivers to take it slow. Time is always your, your best friend. It seems like sometimes people get impatient and uh, try to hurry. That simply doesn't work when the roads are bad. Winter weather advisories from the National Weather Service continue this hour in more than 30 counties, those largely located south of Fairmont. In Jefferson County, little is left of a home in Charlestown, a home leveled in a Monday explosion that caused a fire. Emergency officials say it happened during HVAC work at the home Monday afternoon. A gas leak was the cause. Two people were hurt. No injuries are being reported in Monroe County, where an early Monday morning fire did damage to the Audrina Mill. Officials with West Virginia Great Barrel Company, the owner, tell the Bluefield Daily Telegraph the sawmill at that site sustained the most damage. So far, the cause of that fire has not been determined. A former Marshall University student charged with two off-campus sexual assaults is scheduled to be in court again today in Cabell County. 22-year-old Joseph Chase Harden's trial is scheduled to begin Tuesday, but that won't happen. His attorney, Carrie Nessel, is still going through lots of information provided by the prosecution and appears Cabell County Circuit Judge Alfred Ferguson will reset the case for next February. Nessel also says he'll ask Ferguson to release Harden from jail. He's been there since June, shortly after he was indicted on the new sexual assault charges. Ferguson revoked his three-year probation from a 2016 sexual assault case involving a Marshall student. Harden pleaded guilty to battery in that case and was expelled by Marshall in 2016, but won on appeal. Marshall expelled him again this past summer. 
a federal judge found in Marshall's favor in connection with a lawsuit filed by the first victim. I'm Jeff Jenkins, WVMetroNews.com. Thursday at Marshall University for the 49th time, the Memorial Fountain on the university's Huntington campus will be turned off for the season. Part of a ceremony marking the day when 75 Marshall football players, coaches, community supporters, and others were killed when the team plane crashed short of the runway at Huntington Tri-State Airport. Speaking during this year's ceremony will be Dr. Matthew Ralston III. Both of his parents were on that plane. Thursday's ceremony starts at noon. What's billed as a major announcement comes out of West Liberty University in Ohio County later this morning. University President Stephen Greiner is scheduled to make that announcement at 10. Internet access is going to be an option again today for those working in public school offices in Wood County. The first time that's happened in days after a ransomware attack forced the shutdown of the entire system to stop a virus spread. Phone service was restored Monday. Classroom and teacher computers, though, are still offline. In Wood County schools, repair teams will have to go school by school for those fixes. In Wheeling, more traffic changes are coming to Interstate 70. The State Department of Transportation announced the changes on Monday with preparations wrapped up and traffic controls in place for the multi-million dollar bridges project in Ohio County. Among the changes include the crossover of westbound to eastbound traffic running from the Marion Street exit in Bridgeport, Ohio to the Wheeling Tunnel through February 2020. Lasting until next Friday, the 22nd, shoulder and lane closures on exits 5 to 10 eastbound and westbound that will occur for prep work of those crossovers. The complete project is replacing more than two dozen bridges and decks from the Ohio to Pennsylvania border on I-70 in Ohio County. I'm Jake Flatley, WVMetroNews.com. A Lincoln County veteran tells Metro News he's grateful for the recognition he and his fellow Vietnam War veterans are now getting. That's not always been the case, says retired Marine Corps combat engineer James Wall from Alum Creek. We did and saw a lot of stuff in Vietnam that people didn't like when we came back. There's nothing that you can do about it. I mean, they, they called us all kinds of names. We didn't get no parades or nothing when we got back. This is sort of like a redeeming quality that's being bestowed upon us. He was out for Monday's Veterans Day parade and ceremony in the capital city, one of many held across the mountain state, also participating. Members of the Appalachian Children's Chorus. Thank you, Shauna. Coming up in a moment, in our Metro News backgrounder, we'll hear more about some of those events that were happening all over the state yesterday, including the remarks of State Adjutant General James Hoyer on Veterans Day. And then Cal Wiggs will join us with a check on sports. It's all still ahead. I feel like I was born to be an engineer, to build things. My earliest memories are creating all sorts of bridges and buildings with my Legos. And that carried on through school and science projects, through community service, and then my engineering degree. I worked hard for it, and I want to keep working hard to grow my expertise and become the engineer and leader I know I can be. That's why I'm working for CEC, Civil and Environmental Consultants. With their DMML career path, I'm learning how to direct serious projects with mentors who are the top in their fields. The personal guidance and opportunity blows me away. And it's making my dreams come true. More than a job. Career development to help you become the leader you want to be. And sharing company success through profit sharing, bonuses, and advancement. Join CEC to build West Virginia's future and yours. 
find your path today at wearecec.com. CEC, big firm capabilities, small firm culture. Kyle Wiggs in a moment on sports, but first in our Metro News Backgrounder. Events taking place around the state and country honoring those who served. From a parade in Charleston to ceremonies in the northern panhandle, West Virginians took time on Monday to recognize Veterans Day. Governor Jim Justice and State Adjutant General James Hoyer were in Oceana taking part in a dedication ceremony for the town's new veteran wall and war memorial. We hear more uh, with Hoyer's remarks in our Metro News Backgrounder. Today I want to thank our veterans, their families, and all of you all for being out here today. I want to pay t- particular tribute to Korean War and Vietnam veterans. We talk about World War II, the greatest generation. Our Korean and Vietnam veterans, in my opinion, are our most persistent generation. Because they came home, they weren't treated quite the way they should have been. But they never gave up on their country. And since September the 11th, 2001, since the first National Guard units mobilized after September the 11th, 2001 to today, there has never been a send-off or a return of a West Virginia National Guard unit that didn't have Korean War and Vietnam veterans there to take care of those who are serving today, and they will tell you it's because they don't want the next generation to be treated the way they were. So God bless our Vietnam and Korean War veterans for your service. The last thing I want to tell you and leave you with is, I thought being in this uniform was was hard, but I will tell you that being the parent, my wife and I are parents of two in uniform, Being a military family member is the hardest thing, and being a Gold Star family member is something that most of us can't fathom. So to all of our families and our Gold Star families, God bless you all and thank you for your service, and God bless Wyoming County. State Adjutant General James Hoyer speaking in Oceana. To the sports desk now, Kyle Wiggs is in with the update. And, Kyle, it's, uh, teams are preparing for the first round of the playoffs. It's, uh, it's uh, do or die this yeah. weekend. Well, everybody's in the same place, including your unbeaten and top-ranked team in Class Single A. Doddridge County had a great regular season for the second year in a row. They finished 10-0 and for a second year in a row. But Coach Bobby Burnside says that perfect regular season mark doesn't mean anything right now. That's a good feeling. Players and coaches work real hard to get in this position, but you know the regular season's over. So now, just like everyone else, it's perform or be eliminated. Doddridge County will host Madonna in the first round of the playoffs. In fact, the full first round playoff schedule with dates, times, and locations can be found right now at WVMetroNews.com, and they'll go over it extensively coming up on Wednesday night high school sports line 7.06 until 9 o'clock. Mountaineer football coach Neil Brown has vowed improvements on defense heading into the Kansas State game, saying when you play as poorly as West Virginia did on defense, everyone is on evaluation. The coach will meet the media again today. 
We'll have comments at WVMetroNews.com and on the sports line tonight. Monday Night Football, Seattle beats San Francisco 27-24 in overtime. Thanks, Cal. The Metro News Statewide Sports Line coming your way each weekday night at 6.06 on the Metro News Radio Network and at WVMetroNews.com. Time now for commentary with the voice of Metro News, Hoppy Kerchival. Chris, Mountaineer Coach Neil Brown's Trust the Climb stumbled badly on Saturday. The 38-17 loss to Texas Tech was not simply a misstep or a slip. It was a face-first slide down the mountain that left fans bloodied and bewildered. Yes, this is year zero, my term. And yes, Dana Holgerson's half-hearted recruiting efforts were only eclipsed by his aloofness. And yes, Texas Tech's use of tempo kept the Mountaineer defense on their heels. But still, uh, Las Vegas didn't expect this. The Red Raiders were only two-point favorites. Fans didn't expect this. They filled the stadium in hopes of witnessing the beginnings of a turnaround. After all, Coach Neil Brown did say the Mountaineers would be better in November, but they aren't, at least not yet. As Texas Tech rattled off score after score, five touchdowns on their first five possessions, Mountaineer Nation was left stunned. The crowd can help get a team back in a game, but they must have something to cheer about, and the Mountaineers simply could not provide that. Brown deserves credit for reading the crowd and being self-aware because at the end of his post-game press conference, he spoke candidly about the dreadful performance and the importance of fan support. He said, quote, I appreciate them being here. They were here for a man trip at 930 this morning when it was in the 20s and 30s. They were here through the first half and in the second half, a high percentage of them stayed. That does not go unnoticed, he said. Brown then threw down the gauntlet. He said, but we have a high percentage of our guys who will be back, not only for one year, but three years. They will be significantly better. We'll do a better job coaching them, he said. And there will be a product on the field that will match the fans we have. Brown is an easy guy to cheer for, especially after eight years of Hogerson. Brown's off-season commitment to embracing the state and Mountaineer fans built a reservoir of goodwill he could draw from when the losses began to mount. And he's going to that well now. Based on Saturday's performance, he'll have to return to that well several more times before this year comes to a merciful conclusion the day after Thanksgiving in Fort Worth. You know, it could be worse. Holgerson could still be the head coach, and athletic director Shane Lyons could be trying to scrape up the $6.9 million necessary to buy out his contract. But with Holgerson's decision to leave for Houston and the hiring of Brown, WVU is really one year ahead of schedule. Brown's postgame comments show he gets the connection between the team and Mountaineer Nation. One could not exist without the other. They are linked in the joy of victory and the disappointment of defeat. His statement about the future was clear and definitive. There will be a product on the field that will match the fans we have. Brown's mission statement of trust the climb is as much for the fans as it is for the players. Chris. Thanks, Hop. Read Hoppy's commentary each weekday on our website, wvmetronews.com, and don't miss Hoppy's Metronews talk line at 10.06. Now to the West Virginia weather forecast. Temperatures will plummet with the colder air mass spilling in today, and the remaining moisture with this front will produce some snow for the morning commute, and it'll wane in the late morning and then delay in, in early afternoon. Mountain light snow will likely linger around, though, until tonight. Temperatures falling throughout the day today will put a very much winter-like feel into this evening. Wednesday will be chilly, but not as cold as tonight, and there will be a modest warm-up, bringing temperatures back to a more autumn-like level for the duration of the week, although it's still going to be below normal. And now you're up to date. Have a fantastic day, and stay warm for Hoppy Kerchival, Kyle Wiggs, and Shauna Johnson. I'm Chris Lawrence, and you're listening to Metro News. 
the voice of West Virginia. Metro News This Morning is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.